You're listening to The Morning Joe Rant Show. A dig deep, embrace yourself, and enjoy the Wild Ride podcast. Topics of politics, climate, economics, life, and the pursuit to complain about everything. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm going to touch base on today a little bit in the beginning, the Joe Rogan stuff going on with Spotify. Um, And I really... uh, the reason why I touch on this is because I think, again, people are missing the bigger picture of everything because we tend to live in echo chambers on every side. Um, I'm just as guilty of living in echo chambers, just like all of us. But the difference for me um, is I try my best when I am living in an echo chamber to realize it and then say, what am, what is, like deep down, what is this problem that I'm, why do I have this problem? Um, and why am I so stuck in this, like, you know, and, and to the people that are like, well, you'll do it with climate change. It's like, dude, those are peer reviewed papers by hundreds of scientists. And you're listening to the, the capitalists of all capitalists, the, the oil industry that is like bombarding you with bullshit. So don't fucking start with me with that. Like, climate change is not a fucking joke, you know, and that's not something that's a liberal or conservative issue. That's everybody's goddamn issue. Um, Okay, so the reason I wanted to touch on this, though, was because I think it's really important um, people just kind of hear from from my perspective on what they're missing. So for those of you who don't know, Rogan got, um, he's getting, like, he's not going to, Spotify is not going to do anything to him. Uh, to the people that are like protesting, acting like he needs to be shut up, like you're just as big of a problem as the people who who sit there and and think that he is speaking the truth of everything. Like you're just as guilty. Again, it's like I pointed out the last podcast, and and I'm not saying you're trying to be calling people assholes. It's not what I'm meaning. It's just like you're just the problem as much as the other side because you're sitting here saying he should be silenced and this and that and that. And I, I don't agree with most things Joe Rogan says. I also don't believe half the stuff he says. Um, and when he does have people on there, like he doesn't necessarily fact check them that much. But if if people would critically think and actually fact check, like when he has on um, uh, Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson is a psychologist. He's not a climate scientist. So when he talks about climate stuff, anybody that's listening to him, again, that's an echo chamber then that's your problem. He doesn't have an inkling of anything. And honestly, um, a lot of the times when he talks, it's like, it's just mumbo jumbo. Like if you've ever seen debates with him, it's not really like to the points or anything. It's kind of a joke. Again, I don't care if you like him or don't like him. Um, I don't have a problem with him. It's just when people sit there and say that he's proclaiming, you know, he's a, the climate stuff. It's like, dude doesn't study climate. Like, Again, go look at peer-reviewed papers of climate scientists. They don't really have skin in the game like corporations are selling books. Like, <laughs> So anyway, I'm getting off on a topic here. So the Rogan COVID problem. So the reason I bring this up is, okay, so Rogan says things like eat healthy, diet, exercise, you know, read books good for your brain, be accountable, which I 100% agree with him. I th- uh, like like that. And I think 90 I'm I'm just using an estimate here. I'm pretty sure 99% of doctors would agree with him that 
you know, the best way to fight COVID is eating healthy, exercising, dieting, reading books, holding yourself accountable to this stuff. Most of us agree with that on both sides. I don't think anybody disagrees, but he's missing a bigger picture here. And it's exactly this. Doctors are pleading and leaving the medical system because it's been a shit show for so many years. So sure, you're healthy and COVID won't knock you on your ass because you, quote unquote, are Joe Rogan and you're super healthy. I'm, I'm using him as an example because he has a tendency of not understanding the bigger picture here. Um, but so sure, you're healthy. COVID won't knock you on your ass. But Joe Rogan, just remember, if you get injured while you're doing your jujitsu or you're doing your heavy lifting or some sort of crazy accident happens with, to you, just remember, the ICUs and ERs are at their max capacity because a quote-unquote cold has people and the system bogged down, and you are going to be one of those people that bitches about it when you can't get medical help or your family that, that desperately needs it because there's a miraculous accident that happens. So anyone that looks at any of these people as a messiah, like Rogan, Fauci, Obama, or insert any celebrity name here, that's a problem too. Rogan has a platform, but when you spew stuff that you yourself have not peer-reviewed or have peer-reviewed, that's a real problem. I don't necessarily blame Rogan. I blame the audience for being too dense to actually look into things themselves. Like just for instance, I think the part of me that is like what happened what like with what's happening to the healthcare system. It operates at 90% plus capacity in normal fucking times. So even a minor pandemic like we are in, like the one we're in currently could potentially destroy it, which is what it is doing. It sure seems like it. Hence why I can't believe people can't see the forest through the trees. When you need an ER, when you need an emergency room or an ICU bed, and I'm speaking to right now the anti-vax, the anti-mask crowd on both sides, that I got mine, fuck you, or I want my freedom, fuck yours. They'll be the first saying, nobody wants to work because they are too dense to see the actual problem, which is repeat what I just said to Joe, like about the Joe Rogan stuff. So what am I talking about? I don't know shit what I'm talking about. Or um, the other idea is, um, you know, I, I, I blame the audience for being dense, but to look into them things or actually talk to their own personal doctor that you should fucking trust. Because most doctors across the board are going to tell you COVID's real. The vaccine is not there to necessarily stop the virus. It's there to keep you from filling up the emergency room and the ICU bed taking up that space for people who can't actually get the vaccine because their immune system is susceptible to terrible things, which is a small portion of the population. So instead, we listen to Fox News, CNN, which proof for the Fox News shit. So again, I call out Candace Owens because it fucking makes me laugh how much of a hypocrite she is. So she was on, um, uh, what's his stupid face? Tucker Carlson. They're griping about women being too sexy, too seductive, okay? On Tucker Carlson, they're going at it. Couple months, couple weeks later, Tucker Carlson is bitching that people are trying to censor the fucking Eminem from being too sexy. God damn it, which is it? Like, this is so fucking stupid and confusing. And I'm using this dumb example to prove the fucking point. That it's like, A, why... 
of all people, the Republicans who want their fucking freedom, and I'm, I'm not speaking to all of you, but there's a lot of people out there that are like, my fucking freedom. But then you're telling people they can't be sexy. For some reason, you're telling women they're too sexy. And, and, and then you're saying, well, fuck the liberals. They're trying to stop the M&Ms from fucking being sexy. Which is it? Pick a fucking choice. You know, make a choice. I don't get it. Like, what's the fucking problem here? Okay, so why am I bringing up this whole COVID thing anyway? Well, this nurse, it was a, it's, she's, she's got a Twitter account. She has like about uh, 27, 28,000 followers. Her name's Dr. Natalia. And she's, in, she's basically a doctor, PhD, um, MLS in healthcare law and progress. Uh, she's ICU doc. So she sees everything. Like she's, she's in the rooms. Because I know a lot of people are like, fuck this, this is all fucking, ugh. Okay. So she wrote this down, and I really want to go over this. So she has, a, she has about seven tweets. Last night, a lot of cardiac arrests. People stay home and do self-medicating until their heart stops. Many are coming from outside, but also from the floors, and ICU patients are arresting. ICU is full. ER has six um, innovated uh, patients awaiting for beds. Two, we are, short of, we are short of more and more things. We ran out. We ran, we ran out of central lines with three ports. We have a critical shortage of, deto- uh, of dextrose-filled syringes. I don't know what the fuck dextrose is. We ran out of, harp- of um, heparin. Pharmacies are looking for alternatives depending on the need, but we got flushes. One box per unit per shift. And she's got a slap emoji with the forehead. Three, we ran out of chiroprep applicators. We normally use them for every procedure to sterilize skin to avoid infection. Now I get iodine swabs or alcohol wipes. You can imagine what infection rates will be. What infection rate will be. More Number four, more importantly, we ran out of people. Nurses and RTs keep resigning. Some of the ones that say, tell me they are, uh, some of the ones that stay, tell me they are just out of orientation, still learning and asked to explain. The lost experienced nurses who, nurses who used to share and pass their experience, but they do the best they can. Number five, a doc who was supposed to replace me on nights got sick and asked me to work more, but my brutal 11, 11, hour, uh, 11 shifts totally exhausted me and burned me out. Day docs today got a sign out from me and nearly walked out at this patient to doctor ratio is unsafe. Number six, a doc, a day doc shared that in an other hospital where he worked last week, he was escorted to his car by security twice due to threats by angry family members. Number seven, we do the best we can. We can with resources we have, but it's a shit it's a shit care and death care, basically stating about the healthcare system. Um, this is exactly the, like, this is the stuff that I'm trying to show you guys that Rogan's not fucking talking about. Sure. You're healthy. You don't have much to worry about. That's fucking fine. I am in the same boat. I still wear a mask because I just feel more protected that way. And I really do not want COVID just because I don't like being sick and I'm a bit of a germaphobe. That's my thing. Nobody else wears them around here. I don't really give a shit. People look at me all the time when I'm in the grocery store and stuff. I don't, I don't fucking care. My problem is, is that if an emergency happens with something in my family or, or a loved one or a friend or something, there's no fucking beds because the ICU and ERs are filled up with COVID fucking patients. And there are still 2,500 people. That's a 9-11 
every day dying from this shit. So why am I bitching at Rogan about it? Because A, you can say all you want, you're fucking healthy and you exercise and read books and you could be accountable for yourself. That's absolutely fine by me. I absolutely agree with that. But fuck you then if you're going to get pissed off at the ERs and ICUs for being filled up because you're the asshole spewing stuff that this is just a flu or cold. I'm sorry, a cold. Because if you really fucking have influenza, go ask a doctor what real influenza is. I'll, got you, I'll give you any other. Go, go Google it. <laughs> you can find out what influenza is. It's not what you think. It's cold-like symptoms, but it can knock you on your fucking ass, which is why every year I take the fucking flu vaccine. I don't give a shit. I'm still here today. I'm 40 years old. The flu vaccine is not going to fucking kill me. The fucking flu will. I mean, like, we've resorted to, dis like, discrediting science. Like, people who actually care. And I'm not talking about the fucking Fauci's. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the actual scientists behind these vaccines that are, like, behind the scenes that you don't fucking know because they don't have a celebrity behind them. They make 30 grand a year fucking pumping this shit out because... That's what they fucking studied. Just like Rogan studied fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu for decades. You know, nobody discredits him though. But the doctors that talk COVID, he can discredit them all he wants with having Jordan Peterson on talking about climate change. But the actual fucking climate scientists, he doesn't have anybody on. That's my fucking issue. Do I think Neil Young's an idiot? No, I don't really care. And why should anybody fucking care if Neil Young wants to remove his fucking shit off there? Nobody should. It's his choice. Just like everybody wants their own fucking goddamn freedom of choice. Fine with me. I don't care. My point has always been they fucking spew shit out. But then as soon as the ER and ICU doesn't have room for them, they're bitching that people are fucking lazy and don't want to do shit. When in fact, it's quite the fucking opposite. We, we, we are at 90% capacity during normal times. With a minor pandemic, we break the fucking system because we live in a four for-profit healthcare system. Oh, socialism bad. Fine, whatever. But this is a for-profit fucking system. It's just not as good. And it's not as good as the socialism one either. Just be fucking call a spade a spade. That's all I'm asking for. So I know I got heated during that, but it's so fucking aggravating to hear people sit there and say, like, he's a fucking messiah, just like Obama and Fauci. No, they're not. They're not fucking messiahs. And if you put them on that fucking pedestal, you're a fucking moron. They're fucking human beings. Just like the climate scientists, just like the scientists making vaccines. None of them are fucking God. So deal with it. <laughs> and Rogan's going to get criticized. Who gives a shit? Let him get fucking criticized. He deserves it. He made $100 million. For that kind of money, he should be put on a fucking, uh, on surveillance for that shit. That's a lot of money thrown his way. Especially shooting stupid bullshit into the atmosphere for him, like his spewing his bullshit. Again, I'm not telling him silence him. I'm telling his fucking people that listen to him, go fucking really fact-check stuff. Peer-reviewed papers are your best option. Okay, so I went over the nurse thing. Next thing I want to go over is governors look to move beyond COVID restrictions and return to a great state of normal normalty. I love this one because this makes me laugh. And this was from Yahoo!, um, so basically governors look to move beyond COVID restrictions and return to a great state of normality. We need to move away from the pandemic. Arkansas governor Asa Hutchinson, um, said Monday outside the West wing shortly after the group, he heads the national governors association met the, with president Biden at the white house. We asked president to help us give guidance on how we can return to the great state of normalty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to read this part because this is so critical. 
Standing beside Hutchinson was Governor Phil Murphy of New Jersey, um, the Democratic vice chair of NGA, who was recently re-elected by razor-thin margin. Let me repeat, he was re-elected by razor-thin margin. Democrats are becoming increasingly concerned that moving too slowly to, emer to emerge from the pandemic could cost them the November's midterm elections. Okay, the elections aren't until November, okay? I want, I, again, this is where critical thinking comes in for people. I'm trying my best to not be an asshole here. I really want you to understand what I'm trying to drive home here, though. Democrats are becoming increasingly concerned that moving too slowly to emerge from the pandemic could cost them in November's midterm elections. We're not going to manage this to zero. We have to learn how to live with this. Sure, I agree with that. But when fucking ER beds and ICU beds aren't available for actual fucking emergencies because we have anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers who just keep fucking spreading shit, which is fine, it's your fucking right. But then don't gripe about the ER situation, governors, or the ICU beds, governors, because then that's your fucking fault. But the bigger picture here is, what are they looking for? I wonder, what did I just read? So half these states never really had COVID restrictions to begin with anyway. When you know that certain people are all amped up on a message about how being asked to wear a mask is literally the Holocaust level of oppression, then it starts to make sense. The other problem is officials just want to be reelected. Standing besides Hudson, Phil Murphy of New Jersey, Democrats are becoming increasingly concerned. I know I've repeated this over and over again because I'm trying to drive the fucking goddamn point. They don't care about you. Neither side gives a shit about any of us. All they care about is their re-election. And I'm going to prove it again right here. Listen to this part. So California's single-payer bill dies. A bill to overhaul the state's health care system stalled in the legislature Monday. Okay, so California's single-payer dreams, they were hoping that they could get the single-payer single health care system set up in California. And a lot of people are like, that's fucking socialism. I don't give a shit. The healthcare system currently is shit show anyway. And secondly, I fucking pointed it out on a podcast a couple um, a couple months ago. There was a fucking um, he was an executive officer for one of the head one of the large um, medical companies, and he came out on NPR and basically said, "Propagandized medical system. We should have went on the Canadian system." And it's I. I'm, he basically took blame for it, but it was after the fact. And that is actual facts that the guy actually said, that we should have been on the Canadian system, that he propagandized socialism to make it where they would win. And now he highly regrets it. I fucking kid you not. And that is true. So the legislation in California was to create what would be the nation's first government-funded state-run healthcare system, failed to get a vote Monday on the assembly floor, effectively ending the push to single-payer single payer this session. By the way, just to reiterate this, every politician, all of them that are in office, have outstanding fucking health care. And guess how it's paid for? By fucking taxpayers. So I want all of you people who keep preaching this shit to look at your fucking congressman. And this is on the right, too. They all have way better health insurance than you and I. So high drama surrounding California bill AB 1400 21R by assembly Member Ash Carla, uh, sorry, Ash Calra, Democrat San Jose, had made it the highest profile piece of legislation remaining last year. 
but they told progressive Democrat activists that he didn't bring the bill up for a floor vote because he anticipated the bill would have failed by a double-digit margin. So he basically said, it was going to fail anyway. I'm not going to put it in there, so we don't have to vote on it. Guess what? Same thing like the previous one. All those California congressmen up for re-election. If the, it gave them an out for actually having to vote to show how, how to, to show their hand to their constituents. Because guess what would have happened had they had to vote? They would have fucking lost all their constituents. So instead, we're going to play the fucking game like politicians do. And we're going to say, no, we're going to pull it from this because we don't want to vote on it. Because God fucking forbid they don't get their reelection. That should tell you they don't give a shit about you on either fucking side. They don't care. This has been the profit. Like, this is the one thing I've been pushing on this podcast. I know there's so many people that are like, shut the fuck up. Well, then fucking come to terms with it. They don't give a shit about you. There may be like one or 2% of the politicians that actually give a shit, but most of those get run out of office because they don't play the fucking games. It's just so stupid to me. I don't get why people, why, why. American voters on both sides don't see that they're both the same side. Like, sure, the one of them just plays identity politics. The other side just plays on Christian virtues and all this bullshit. It's so goddamn funny to watch it, but it's sad at the same time. So the last thing I want to talk about is the U.S. national debt exceeds $30 trillion for the first time. How insane. Increase from pre-pandemic levels fueled by trillions of dollars spent on aid programs for small business workers and others. All right. The U.S. national debt exceeded $30 trillion for the first time, reflect, uh, reflecting increased federal borrowing during the coronavirus pandemic. But just remember, again, I'm going to go off on a fucking tangent again because it's called the Morning Joe Ranch Show because I fucking rant about this shit. And again, I don't like either fucking side. But the point I'm trying to make, we sit here and spend and spend and spend on wars and all this shit. When it came to the pandemic, we didn't give real people the fucking money. It went to the PPP loan, right? And what did we talk about the last podcast? How 70% 70 of the PPP loan went actually to business owners and didn't trickle down, trickle down economics, Reaganomics, because that really fucking works. Um, Didn't go to the fucking employees of the companies. So now we're in total public debt outstanding was $30 trillion as of January 31st, according to the Treasury Department data released Tuesday. That was nearly $7 trillion increase from late January 2020. Well, they shut down. Well, a lot of the Democratic governors shut down the fucking state. Um, I'm in a Republican state. and The governor shut, shut the state down. There was a reason for it, again, that you all are missing. The ERs and the ICUs are not equipped. They're still not equipped. You're still missing the bigger picture here. So when you need a goddamn emergency, well, I, I don't, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, sure. So I'm healthy too. I'm a white 140, 143 pound man. I eat healthy, I exercise daily, I do all my shit, I take my vitamins. I had a fucking blood clot in my leg a couple years ago. Scared the shit out of me. Uh, it hurt really bad. I had to go to an ER to get my fucking leg x-rayed because they had to prove that I actually had a blood clot for my fucking insurance to cover it. Had a blood clot. So they prescribed me medication that was 450 bucks a month. It was a blood clot medicine. I looked at my doctor. I'm like, there's no way I can afford that every month. I can't. 
He's like, well, for now, just take it and we'll give it a checkup in three months. But if that you might have to permanently take it at that point, I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to pay for this every month. So for three months, I did it. I paid three months straight. Luckily, it worked and it got rid of it. I have to take a baby aspirin every day. Now it's just a baby aspirin, so it's $15 and whatever it is every couple months that I have to pay to, to get uh, an aspirin pack. Point I'm trying to make is I'm a 40-year-old. I'm super healthy. Doesn't fucking matter. I was, I was playing basketball. I was biking every day. I was doing all this shit with my blood clot. My doctor was so confused. They ran so many goddamn blood tests and were like, I don't know what's causing this for you. I, I have no idea. I'm not sitting here saying like, feel bad for me, sympathy. So what I'm saying, I needed to go to the ER for my fucking blood clot. Fortunately, it was pre-pandemic. I couldn't imagine having to go now. We had to go take a, my daughter had to go take a fucking COVID test. Kid you not, that was insane. In fucking insane how long it took. And that was an urgent care center. And that anybody that had COVID, they were sending them right out, making them go to the ER. And guess what? The ERs and the ICUs were filled up. Long story short, I don't care how fucking healthy you are. When you're going to need it, doesn't matter your age, you're going to fucking need it. And if it's an actual surgery that you're going to like live or die with, good luck. That's the fucking point that the Rogan podcast that all these people aren't fucking understanding. That's the point that drives me nuts. And instead of listening to the people that are actually in the ER, like those nurses and doctors and stuff... You sit there and listen to the Tucker Carlson's, the Joe Rogan's, the uh, Rachel Maddow's, the um, the whatever, the other um, Trevor Noah's. You listen to these fucking stupid people who don't really give a shit about you. All they're doing is profiting off of it. And that's why I laugh at it. It's like there's no critical thinking in America anymore. And not like I'm some great critical thinker, but it's like have an objective bias. I don't care, but at least have an open mind to be questioned and stop taking what everybody says without peer-reviewed fucking papers. And even peer-reviewed papers can be sometimes incorrect and the data changes. But it's funny to me that people don't recognize that. All right, I kind of ranted. I wasn't trying to yell, and I get it. People are probably really fucking annoyed with this podcast. But it's, I just have to point it out. It's like this is so dumb that people don't see it the force through the trees, especially with the elections, with re-elections, why they fucking don't vote and they kick a can. Well, sure, we all know that. How about we fucking change it? How about as voters, we all get on the same page here and say it's both fucking sides. We need to overhaul this whole fucking thing. We have $30 trillion in debt. We need a new financial system. Maybe a central bank isn't working anymore because the haves all have it. Haves nots don't. All right, I'm just going off on a tangent now, but I'm going to end it at that. I hope you all have a good one. This week's podcast was brought to you by ConnectGo Internet Inc. Bringing your business to the future, ConnectGo.com.